Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Nikit Karaski from Atessa Online, talking to you on Eternal Elements Leadership Podcast. We're in Season 6. We're coming to the end of Season 6. And we're talking about corporate governance, so important for sustainability of business. In my earlier podcast, I talked about all the relevant aspects of what corporate governance is. And now it becomes very critical to talk about the elements of good corporate governance. I'm going to talk about 15 elements of good corporate governance. The first one, very critical that roles and power of the board are documented in the board charter. If you keep it ambiguous and hazy, you could always have questions on the board whether they are functioning effectively or not functioning effectively. Therefore, roles and power of the board cannot be kept gray. They have to be binary, zero, one. What is it that they do? What is it that they don't do? But I appreciate management is about being gray. So over a period of time, as you get to know that there are gray areas, please try and clean them. Legislation. That's fundamental to corporate governance. There has to be clear legislations uh, as far as the regulators are concerned. And should there be certain flaws or gray areas there, it is the mandate of the organization to go beyond the call of duty, go beyond the rules and regulations, and be absolutely ethically compliant. The third element of good corporate governance is management environment. There has to be clear mandate of corporate governance across the roles. You must respect the sanctity of corporate governance in your organization. How do you do that? That's the fourth element, the board skills. Unless and until the board is professionally competent, you cannot ensure corporate governance within your organization. And in order to ensure that the board skills are professional and they're competent, you must also ensure the fifth element, which is the board appointments, have to be a statutory procedure done with proper search and the remuneration committee does all the due diligence before directors come on board. Please do not pay them hefty amounts and perquisites so that they come under obligation of the organization and then start allowing you to make compromises because ultimately it's going to hit you bad. Once the appointments are done, then the sixth element is they must be inducted, they must be trained. Not until and unless the board doesn't understand your business, the board member doesn't know the domain that you're operating in, they're not going to be effective. So there is a proper induction, there's a proper training. And then comes the seventh element where you give independence to the board completely. You make them neutral. Do not bias them. Do not override them ever. And in order for them to practice independence, obviously there has to be a forum and these are the board meetings where decisions are taken uh, through an agenda and through the chairperson in order to ensure that the corporate governance follows its practices and the best industry benchmarks. Code of conduct, the ninth element, extremely crucial. Code of conduct runs the entire organization. We talked about it in detail. Without a code of conduct, people can't ha handle ethical dilemmas. And then... You also have the 10th element, which is about the strategy setting or the organization strategy. Make corporate governance a part of your organization strategy. 
Make it one of your milestones. 11th, ensure that you do cater to the community obligations through corporate social responsibility. Be good corporate citizens. I'm going to talk about it in the next podcast. And there has to be a proper financial reporting because that's where maximum frauds tend to happen. That's your 12th element. The 13th element is monitoring the board performance. If the board is functioning and there's nobody to monitor the board performance, obviously deviations are going to happen. You must monitor individually and combined. That's very crucial. Audit committees, finance, extremely important. Regulation, extremely important. Compliances to the accounting procedures, extremely important. That's where maximum frauds happen. So audit committees, Most important, and finally, the risk management, the element of good corporate governance, because if you don't manage your risks, and we live in a volatile world, we live in the VUCA world, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, unless there's a committee which is constantly looking at risks, you're putting your shareholders to risk, you're putting your equity to risk, you're putting your organization to risk, you're putting your employees to risk, you're putting your economy to risk, and therefore, these 15 elements of good corporate governance are critical to ensure that you are a compliant corporate governance organization that sets the best industry benchmarks. I tell you what, the organizations that I work with, I have my own due diligence process. If they're not compliant, I don't work with them. And why is that? Because if they're not compliant, they will also ensure that you're not compliant. And if you're not compliant, then obviously you're also running at a risk. And that's one of my risk management strategies within my own organization. But then I also wish to make you understand that when you are an organization which is stringent on corporate governance, your stakeholders, which include your suppliers, also tend to respect you a lot because you're a brand which they would want to work with and they're entire business is also secure in your hands. If they are vulnerable, obviously, they are not going to be doing any justice for sure. So, they will look at only transactional relationships with you should they understand that you're not a compliant organization and they will also have to measure their risks. And by the way, when it comes to the market, the stock exchange, If the shareholders know that it's a risky proposition to invest in your organization, obviously the premium that they associate is also going to be high. Therefore, there's a lot of benefit associated with corporate governance. So go ahead, practice these 15 elements of good corporate governance, and I'm sure you'll do extremely well. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karazgi from Eternal Elements. Brought to you by Tessa Online, signing off on this podcast. And the next podcast, I'm going to talk about the ethical dilemmas, And we're going to talk about the corporate citizenship. See you in the next podcast.